This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Out West Radio, a community-driven podcast built in the heart of Hamilton at Western Community Centre. We are webbing networks and creating safe spaces for ownership in our community. Whānau first, hapuri first. Kia ora, bōlawa nāka, tolofalawa, malolelei, konnichiwa, ni hao, so stay, hello and welcome. Welcome to Out West Radio. Uh, you're with Tom today and Chris. What's up, Chiris? Kia uh, Kia ora. So, no, my haru mai ki roto e tēnei kaupapa, kaupapa Out West Radio. Um, yeah, we're just going to go through a special list of uh, what we've been up to with our young people and what's to come for the term. Uh, if you're new today, yeah, my name is Tom. We've got Chris here. Um, we're the Youth Development Workers at the Western Community Centre. Uh, we just... I guess we're just your hosts for today. Uh, it's currently just after 11 a.m. Very cold outside. Uh, it's cold outside in the Waikato, although this is perfect outside weather for your kids so when they're at school. Uh, so there's no sunblock, no having to wear annoying poor tight when you're outside. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I went past some schools this morning. I see them all playing outside almost and during class times as well. So I think they had an early PE which look pretty cool, so congratulations kids, you get outside time. <laughs> um, so coming up, we're going we're gonna to talk about our recent camp that we had, uh, a little bit more about Praxis, uh, our theme for next term. Uh, the theme is around um, transitioning well, whether it's transitioning back into school or transitioning into a bit of workforce, or it could even just be around transitioning back into your uh, whānau area, what whānau support looks like. <clears throat> Our holiday program, uh, so a few things that we've got going on. Amazing race, we've got two of those uh, throughout the two weeks. Uh, Pools, got Ninja Valley, got all sorts of special guests coming, or guest speakers coming in, um, which will be interesting all around transitioning and transitioning well. Um, at the moment, at the community centre, we have uh, lunch with the bunch. Uh, so that's uh, our community, or not our community, but our council candidates. Uh, it's almost like an open mic. So, uh, yeah, I would say just go down to 46 Hyde Ave and just hang out with your council candidates. Um, heaps of them there. It's, you'll get a chance to ask some questions as well and maybe get to hear a little bit about them and why why they're doing that, why they've, um, what do you call it? I can't remember what it's called, but they've uh, put themselves into this role, and they'll tell they share their story, and obviously you get to you get to hear their story first up, and then mm. possibly you, you, they might win your vote straight away. <clears throat> That's a possibility. But Chris, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just randomly picked up Chris on the way here. Um, <laughs> he's a perfect candidate to be here for our for our radio show. Um, my question for you for today. Uh, if you on if you in Pokemon, you get a special Pokemon. Your very first Pokemon. If 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 that was us, what kind of what Pokemon would you get first up? Which one Ooh. would you want? 
or which one do you think might choose you? Oh, I've I've always loved Squirtle. Squirtle's always my favorite. Um, I always try to make the like the sound of like how he talks. But I won't I won't embarrass myself today. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so either Squirtle or Charizard. I love Charizard. Yeah, probably Charizard's like pretty to angry fly though. Me around. Oh, fly you around. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if I had a Pokemon, I probably um would go for Pikachu. Basic. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I think he's just a good friend. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't Cute have Kelly. any good friends. <laughs> oh. I don't have any good friends. No. Hey, Matt, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so, uh, no, nah, I think my my favourite Pokemon has always been Pikachu. It's probably been um, the most loyal, but I, I probably wanted him to maybe to talk like Meowth. Um, I honestly don't know how Meowth could talk, eh? Is it? Do you know? Nah. There's got to be a theory out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That the other another funny thing is Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. How big that's like that's coming back into yeah everything. Some people have been watching it lately. Yeah, yeah, but it's not only that. There's like um, fan made stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, a lot of our young people are like, oh, do you know who um, heard about Dragon Ball Z? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Bro, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z when I was a little kid. And then I'll show them the old like the original episode, and they're yeah. like. This is so pixelated. <laughs> so it's just funny them them seeing it, but how how much it's come back in yeah. is crazy. Like Even you said, like Yu Gi Oh and all that. Kind yeah, of stuff. yeah. Can I be true. honest with you? Yeah. I've never seen Dragon Ball Z. Hey, yeah, <clears throat> I've never watched it. What? I just didn't grow up with that. Oh, I've always loved like. What did you grow up with? Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi Oh, Power Rangers. What? <laughs> What? Nah, man. Nah, I grew, yeah, I grew up with Beyblades. Oh, yeah. Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Um, Crush Gear. Hey. Crush Gear Turbo. Never heard of that. Man, it was like these these toy cars that you could yeah. get. Oh, in, in the anime. In the anime. It's like these cars that you throw. It's almost like Beyblades, but they like battle. And in, in a ring, yeah, they like, they've given their car a yeah. special name. Like Beyblades will have like a name... Um, Dranza or yeah. Dragoon and like, like a special Rocket dragon will come out and all of a sudden battle. It's almost like that, but like yeah, yeah, Crush Gear. We even like walked all the way to town from Marvel to go to a two dollar shop to buy a Crush Gear to yeah. walk home, and down the hill would let our Crush Gears go down the hill, oh. and they just broke straight away. So we walked <laughs> to town for a toy that we played with for five minutes and then yeah. walked back home. <laughs> oh man, no, I um I got Beyblades banned in my school. Because I would bring, um, I had a Beyblade, but it was from Cambodia. So it was like this real hard steel one. And every time we go to school, all, all the kids would bring their Beyblades and we'll battle. And whoever wins gets to take the loser's Beyblade. And oh. I would, I would like just take everyone's Beyblades to the point where just. You must have had a. Sad. What was the cord? What was on top? A bit beast. What's that? A bit beast? That's what it was called, eh? So you know how on, on Beyblades and, and it had, um, like Dragoon was the bit, name of the bit beast. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Like on the anime, on the anime, the dragons would come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they had like all these special things. And like I just remember they had one guy on their team who just had like a normal turtle that came out. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, didn't get the upgrade. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so me and Chris are the youth development workers. We just recently been on a camp last weekend that. Um, uh, Chris kind of uh, sorted out for us. It was a liminal experience for our kids, but um, also an assessment um, part of 
what Chris is studying, um, and that he's done uh, doing a level six diploma of uh, youth development at Praxis. Um, can you tell us a little bit about maybe your journey throughout the year to now? Like, how's the how's the build up to getting right into the community? Like, just all up. Yeah, all up. Well, if you oh, could yeah. sum it all up. Um, stressful. Nah, yeah. it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey, honestly. Um, even not just this year, but like throughout the all uh, the years that I've been doing youth work as well, um, and including Praxis. Praxis is honestly like, what's the word? Like escalated um, the way that I work with young people and um, just set up programs and stuff, connect with people. Um, it's been an amazing journey. I learned so much stuff, um, not only from the course, but from the young people that I work with as well. Always learning something new every day with those guys. Um, but yeah, it's been incredible. What's a key concept that you're taking away this year from Praxis? Hmm. I think it's... Well, that's a hard one because there's so many. Probably like everything around like circle of mana. Hmm. Um, or like the generosity and the learnings and teaching. All the different like... Um, models of development kind of stuff that you can work with young people because you kind of just get the basics when you come to youth work but then when you go to practice they shoot out all these different models where you can work with young people understand the young person's uh, young person's mind well-being mental health um, and it just really creates more of a connection with young people after learning all that stuff yeah yeah I think having the circle of mana kind of sums up like a perfect way of how you can relate with young people mm. and not just the, your young people but the worlds that they're in like their school mm. their whanau um, whatever it might be a sports team you know how can how can we impact all of those to impact them and yeah I think circle of mana has probably been a key one for a lot of people since um, that's come out with Praxis and I think Lloyd's done a really good job with it because it just we used to work with uh, the Circle of Courage and I don't know if you remember the Circle of Courage no. <clears throat> um, might have just been before you started so um, these guys from um, Australia oh sorry the US um, created it around the concept of uh, building a stronger community uh, we used that and we kind of used that quite highly at Praxis uh, but also Another good way is um, now trying to uh, initialize our own values from Aotearoa, which which has now been created, uh, been and created the circle of mana. Mm. So it's still the same stuff from circle of courage, but we've just added like what to us mana can mean many things, yeah. um, and that's it could be mana meaning that I'm I'm the person in charge of building someone else's mana or um, I could be I could have my own mana and it might be it could be around anything like and not anyone can um, take your mana away but like we can it can be dampened it'll still yeah. be there but I think that's why we're in this place is to make sure we can build mana yeah. build mana all the time um, yeah we I think the camp that you've just done has built like some kind of community around these boys. Like they come in every day. They were coming in every day before the camp, but I think now um, the centre is like the biggest talk in the world. So I think we're getting somewhere with them, which is good. And they're only young. A lot of them are 13. 
But that's what it's about, eh? We've got to do the journey. Yeah, we might still be looking after them when they're 19. Who knows? They might still be coming to see us when they're 20. Mm. And that's what that's what it's about. I mean, we've had a couple of... Like last year, we had Rydell, who was now on team with me. But before that, he was a young person. And I had him since he was 13. I think he's like turning 20 this year. Yeah. Yeah, so... And I still see him around. I still think of him as a son. He still calls out to me like like a dad. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I guess the journey the journey will go on. And it's nice. Once you start feeling it, like, you're like, man, this is pretty pretty cool. Like, having young people still come to me. Because mm. no matter what, they'll still be a young person. They'll get older, but you get older. They'll yeah. still be young to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, you just wait till you get in your late 20s and then they'll, they'll all be calling you uncle and... Dad. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you, that's that's what you got to look forward to because then yeah. you know they'll come to you and talk to you about anything. That's the special part about it. Uh, we're just gonna jump into a song break. Uh, we've got uh, Fleetwood Mac with Dreams. That's a remake from two thousand and four. <laughs>
That was Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac with uh, <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> Man, my phone kind of turned. Oh, it's flicking over. Don't worry. Um, so we just mentioned before that it's um, we've got lunch with a bunch down at the community centre um, where you go meet your, your candidates, council candidates. So head on down to the Western Community Centre at 46 Hyde Ave. Uh, and it's a like a kind of like an open mic. You get to ask questions, and they get to share their story around why they uh, put themselves forward for this. Um, but also an easier way to decide on who you're going to vote for. So head on down to 46 Hyde Ave to the Western Community Centre uh, to meet your council candidates. Uh, yeah. So we just, let's jump into a lot of our youth things. What what's coming up? Uh, so we've got holiday program coming up we just spoke about our um liminal experience for our for our young people uh we also have a whole uh the theme for this term coming up uh transitioning well how we can transition our, our young people into uh workforce or back into school or any kind of um community thing they want to do it might even be uh reintegrating back into their whanau uh, what that looks like um first up our recent weekend, we just had um, an overnighter, a liminal experience that Chris had created. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what we've done yep. uh, out at um, Camp Karakariki? Yeah, so um, for those that may know, at the Western Community Centre, we have a youth program called Tō Whakapōwai. Um And yeah, over the weekend, we we spent a night out at Karakariki Christian Camp. Not at the main campgrounds, but they built some new cabins down below called Recamp, I think it is. Um, it's right by the waterfall, no service, no power, just cabins and a waterfall and just heaps of mountains. Um, so, yeah, it's based off a liminal experience, um, just taking them out of their normality, out of the suburb um, and into the bush kind of um, where they learn how to cook over a fire instead of a microwave or a stove where they get to do some challenges amongst each other, kind of just have some free space to themselves where they can just be who they want to be. Um, and, yeah, kind of reconnect with themselves, with each other, um, and with the land as well. It was a really awesome experience to hang out with those guys. Um, yeah, how did you find it? Because you were there. It was real liminal in, in the sense of these kids don't get to go out yeah, and do this kind of stuff, especially as a, like a whole, like a whole circle of friends there. Mm. I think the coolest thing was them feeling so comfortable that they were doing haka, singing, yeah. um, running around with their shirts off in the freezing cold. It was so cold. Um, jumping into the cold, <laughs> cold water just because there's a waterfall. Mm. Uh, all of that was quite new to them. Yeah. Um, and it's worth getting a bit more feedback. Some of the feedback at the moment was, I hope we get to do stuff like this again. I've never had this. And um, just basically stuff around, I've never had someone uh, kind of put that amount of time into us or into the, into the, the certain young person. Mm. But um, I think it's special in the way of us taking them out and them not having to worry about if they're gonna if they're gonna get food um out in the bush although we were gonna say we're gonna hide food and let them go hunt for it yeah <clears throat> it was a special that 
they didn't have to worry about it's not, not it's not that they're not getting fed at home it's just that they didn't, they didn't have to worry about coming to a camp and have to worry about if they're going to get fed mm. um if they're going to have any kind of food we allowed them to get snacks but they ate all their snacks before <laughs> it was snack time so that and then when we had yeah I think, and another cool thing was burning uh, they instead of letting us cook the sausages on like a flat plate over the fire they just all started stabbing them onto the ends of sticks and cooking yeah. them that way the funniest thing was that they were cooking them they were stabbing them long ways on this stick like a um hot dog yeah but i was like it's easier if you just stab it on the side of it and then just put it over the fire and just turn it like that oh true <laughs> yeah yeah but they're like holding their stick and twisting it around yeah. so the whole side gets so you just burn it on one side and then flip it that way yeah. and then cook it and then just take it off yeah i thought that was pretty funny but yeah. um they obviously enjoyed it. Mm. Then we cooked some steak. Um, that was, I think that was pretty cool. We just yeah. we just cooked it on the ember. Oh, not actual on the embers, but on a hot plate on the embers. Yeah, yeah. because all of that stuff, bro, I, f- I feel like was pretty cool. From, yeah, even from learning um, how to mm. light a fire, I thought that was a that was a fail. They I went was, through like fifty packs each, so we split them up into two teams. The challenge was they had to build a fire, so they had to go out, get the woods, find whatever they can to light this fire. So we had some um, packets of matches. So there was two packets, um, and they had 50 matches inside them. And so they st- tried to start their fire. They went through the whole packet each and <laughs> couldn't start the fire, which was it was a learning curve for them because um, they were kind of just like trying to light them and throw them in, light them, throw it in. Like, there's no strategy until they came together and kind of, like, had to kind of strategize. Um, end of the day, we did have to step in. There are moments where we had to step in to help out. Um, <laughs> but we got the fire in the end. Took yeah, it a while, a, but we got there. I think it was all part of the learning for us is that we, we jumped in real quick because we noticed that there was only two matches left yeah. and still no fire out of 100 matches. And we're not talking normal-sized matches. These matches were probably, Lush. like, three times the size like our like thickness as yeah. well so it was like the, it was almost like those were that was burning wood for the fire anyway so <laughs> yeah me and chris just had to step in and light the fire for them because we were like man we're actually hungry as well but yeah. if you guys use up all the matches like that we won't have a fire and no fire equals no food it's so, raw meat. yeah so we had to step in and kind of mm. get the fire going we got it up there we burnt the first rope but um i think it's just nice that everyone started coming together and then yeah, yeah we we almost lost the fire. Um, I think, yeah, our kids just didn't learn, don't know to put all the small pieces of wood underneath. So they, yeah. they built a stack of big logs yeah. then into small logs. Then they had this little fire on top of all the logs. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that's it. I, I get what they were trying to do. So I was talking about build it, just build the fire up higher and then let it burn and yeah. then building some more logs up and then lift the fire on top of it <laughs> and then let it burn. I Correct. get that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it was just funny how they were trying to, yeah. the way that they were burning it. <laughs> I think like the main thing that I enjoyed was just seeing them just have so much freedom out there. Yeah, like nice. s- Like in the suburbs, you know, it's their, they kind of see it as their, um, their place, their home, but I didn't. I've never seen them like so enjoyed. Like, oh, what's the word? I just really out there, because when we went to the camp down the bottom, there was like this big like mountain hill thing, and I was like, oh no, we're not gonna go over there. And they just ran for it. it ran till it got to the top, and they were just like screaming and doing a haka, and oh, it was just like 
they were just like so happy to be it there. was interesting eh, seeing awesome. them do that like yeah. oh we like i stayed at the campsite for a bit i was, mm. I was we just finished setting up and they were like, oh you know what let's go for a walk down and we could hear them yelling but yeah. we couldn't see where they were and then as soon as we walked just into the opening yeah they could see us but we still couldn't see them and yeah. it was because the mountain was like a silhouette in yeah. the background mm. and we couldn't see them on top until jordan started waving a stick around in the air <laughs> and i was like oh they're all the way they they was across the valley yeah that was way on the other oh, side i was like man you guys walked all the way down yeah just then they start doing a hook up yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was funny <laughs> and i think um you guys start doing one back on the other side yeah 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 i think like stuff like that especially i think if we can be vulnerable in front of our kids then um they'll be vulnerable with us and there's yeah. a lot there's a bit of footage um of some of our trip or our camp um chris put together a, a small snippet of the video our young people got videos of each other falling over mm. which is cool like you know they're having they're actually having fun yeah. um but some of our kids didn't bring blankets or like trying to figure out how we how we keep them warm <laughs> the lodge is beautiful the lodge is beautiful there and i would say we like and it was amazing that even though there was no power still perfect yeah it was good to see them off their phones and just connect with each other yeah 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 i've yeah, I'm looking forward to a holiday program because all of those boys will be a part of it. Yeah. Um, but we we don't have enough time to talk about that. But we could talk about that next time. Um, it might be holidays by the time we get to it. But I'm looking forward to. It. Hey, thank you team for tuning in today to Out West Radio. Um, that's myself and Chris signing out. Thank you very much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. Get on down to the Western Community Centre and check out your candidates. And we'll see you around. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.